Welcome to Brew Styles for Tuesday, September 22nd, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. I'm Chris. I'm Travis. And I'm Sawyer. This week, we will be talking about Style 2A, International Light Lager. Check out our website, brewstyles.com, where you can leave us feedback and requests for us to discuss your favorite beer styles. Send us an email to ask us some questions and we will get them answered on the air. While on our site, you can also find a link to the BJCP website. There you can download your own copy of the BJCP style guidelines and get more information about how to become an official BJCP certified beer judge. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash brewstyles and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Find our Google number on our website and give us a call. We'd love to hear your voice. Send us your questions and comments to help us bring you the information you need. Well, welcome back, everybody. Oh, thank you. How's it going? Hello, hello. It's going. We have a guest today. Really? Yes, he's to my right. He is to your right. He's to my left and in front of me. He's <laughs> Jose Jalapeno. <laughs> On a stick. Oh. <laughs> now we have to pay royalties to Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Dunham. Dunham. Jeff Fafa <laughs> Dunham. Yes, today we are joined by our, our very good friend, Eddie Rojas. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hola. ¿Cómo está? Bien, ¿usted? Hello, Gavna. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong country. <laughs> Wrong continent. <laughs> We've known Eddie for several years, and uh, yep. he's been a good friend of ours. And uh, he was he was nice enough to join us today. For a podcast, so say hello, Eddie. Hi, everybody. I'm Eddie, and uh, enjoy hanging out with these guys. So I'm sure I'll, I'll enjoy this too. <laughs> awesome. All right. Andy likes beer. I See. love beer. And apparently, he listened to like what twelve podcasts in one day. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! Is that why you were driving? Yeah, well, I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Netflix, right there. Oh, Just yeah. Binge listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. Well, when you're driving, I hope That's you're not watching thing. Netflix. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess especially if you're about. driving a big rig. Oh God! <laughs> I'm not gonna say I've never done it, but I'm not gonna say I have either. <laughs> Anything happening interesting this week? I'm gonna brew this coming week. Yeah, I don't know what, but I'm gonna brew. I did a night brew last night. Nice Imperial Stout. Mm. Should be interesting. Uh-uh. Probably won't be ready for like eight months, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah. a dark beer for a dark brew day. Night. See. <laughs> Imperial Night Stout. Yes. Ooh. It's the Death Star Imperial Stout. Oh. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, and if you I, don't if you don't have uh, the correct temperature control, then it'll really blow up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I also transferred my blackberry wine to secondary last night. So. Have you tasted it? No, it smells incredible though. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you were doing it. Yeah. It's delicious. the first time I've done a wine, so we'll see how it goes. Nice. I'm hoping to have some bottles to hand out around Christmas time. So Sounds we'll see. Awesome. I hope I'm included. Maybe. <laughs> so that's one that needs to age for a while? Yes, definitely. Wine definitely has to mellow. I mean, you're talking 16, 17% sometimes, and it really needs time to, to mellow. And I accidentally started making wine for myself. Uh, I left a bag of grapes in my two-wheeler for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Actually, more than a couple of weeks, almost a month. I uh, pulled it out, and was, well, that's... Uh, it smells like alcohol, so I threw it out. I didn't want someone to pull me over. 
that I was making wine in my 18-wheeler. Right, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Frado's done some uh, bum wine. He'll just, you know, the the bottle of juice that you buy at the store, he'll drink part of it, and then the last little bit, he pitched some yeast eggs in there from his last brew and just kind of let it go, and it turned out kind of interesting. It wasn't awful. No. <laughs> it's like making cider. You know, you get your um, your apple juice, put it in a carboy, dump some yeast in, and wait, and then you got cider. So I don't imagine how it's that much different. Uh, it's pasteurized, though. I don't know how it ferments. Yeah, that just gets rid of all the natural bugs that are in there. So that when you're putting the fresh yeast in there, then it's still, that's the only thing that's living in there. Okay, I thought I had something else in there that would inhibit any contamination. Like, I don't know. Uh, yes, um, and a lot of the ones you buy off the store, store shelves are going to have preservatives and other things. That's the word I was looking for. So you want to try to avoid those. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you get like organic apple juice, then that that's best. Or... Um, if you actually go to a, an orchard and get some fresh squeezed stuff, then obviously it's it's not pasteurized, but uh, I hear yeah. people have interesting results with that. Mm. It's like a wild cider. Yeah. Or I've heard about people getting um, <clears throat> jars of fresh honey, like from the farmer's market or something to make mead with, and it's still got like little bits of bee chunk in it. Oh, yeah. I, I, my <laughs> uncle in Mexico actually has a bee farm, so I, I get fresh oh, really? honey all the time. It's delicious. Dude, we need to make a mead. <laughs> Let's do it. Let me know. Brew day. <laughs> I, I get five-gallon jugs of it. So, Holy heck. Yeah. Yeah, we need to make a mead. <laughs> what happened to his A-farm? <laughs> Did it not work out, so we moved oh on to gosh. the B-farm? We're not even like five minutes in here. We've already had like four puns. Well, I got out-punned by you last time, big time. <laughs> That's true. He just dropped he a bombardier on us. <laughs> like we were, by the, we were to the tasting section. You'd already like dropped three of them. And I hadn't said anything, so... You gotta, gotta play some catch-up now. I'm coming out swinging. <laughs> well, we did have something else interesting happen this week. Uh, Travis and I have started our uh, BJCP class, which one of the, the reasons of us doing this podcast was to get us ready for that. And we're planning on taking the BJCP exam so we can be uh, judges. And we had our first class this week, and it was really interesting. I had a really good time. We tasted probably... Eight or ten different beers. I think it's more than that. Was it? I don't remember. Yeah. They had them all lined out on the table at the end. Mm-hmm. Did y'all feel pretty good afterwards? Well, they're just there were little bitty samples. Oh, okay. I think that's why he doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, the samples weren't that big. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. It was uh, probably about twenty people there that are taking the class, and the guy that was giving it is uh, our local grandmaster BJCP judge. Yeah. So he's the real deal. And uh it's a ten week course that um he he breaks it up in, into different sections and so there's you know, I think we talked about maybe eight different beer styles and then yeah. so he'll break out a break out an example and then we'll taste it, read through the guidelines and you know, so that you're actually reading it as you're tasting it, kinda like what we do in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and several of the styles that he talked about were ones that we have featured already. Yes. And I felt really good about what we've done with this project so far, based on what he was saying and what we learned in the class, because it was uh, a lot of the a lot of the same things that we cover yeah. here, mm-hmm. and the same conclusions that we draw were, were what we're supposed to. So, uh, I, th- I think it was really interesting. The very first thing that we did was he passed out a score sheet and gave us a beer and said, "I want you to judge this." There was no lead into it. There was no, "Hey, check the guidelines first. There was no it was just. Judge this beer. 
And then when we were done, he was like, I want you to write at the top, my first score sheet. <laughs> and then he told us to put it in our folder. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming at the end, we're going to judge the same beer, maybe, or a different beer, and then just look at the two sheets to see how different, um, you know, how much we've learned and, and everything like that. So I think that's going to be kind of interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've judged before <laughs> with the homebrew club, but nothing official, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of which, have they done that judging for this month? Yes. No, I talked to Mikey yesterday, and they haven't done it yet. Dang it! How many were entered? I don't know. Oh. They they were kind of busy with Ozap Fizz. Uh, they had to get that judging done first. So, gotcha. yeah, I'm just anxious. Did you submit a beer? Yourself? I did. I submitted my first beer to uh-huh. Master Brewer, I was and it was a wheat, right? No, it was a half. Half. Yeah, well, it was a wheat beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, we're we're going to be more specific and say half. All right. Anyway, so it was my holy half. What are we talking about today? Well, there was a uh, there was a very big holiday that happened last week oh, on yeah. September sixteenth. It was a Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you realize this, but it was Mexican Independence Day. Because of that, we thought it would be a great time to feature. The Mexican light lager, uh, which will would fit in the category light of lager two A, which in the uh, in the new style guidelines is international light lager. So today we are heading south of the border and we are going to feature all Mexican cervezas, oh. cervezas mexicanas. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Eddie is also a a native Mexican. Person of origin, drinking beer s- that speaks the the language. Speaks beer. He speaks language better than I. <laughs> I'm Mexican. I, talk. I speak Spanish. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Man, tiptoeing around. He speaks it. Mexican. So you will get this whole I podcast really, in simulcast. I, I really thought that you were going to say he speaks Mexican. <laughs> okay, he speaks. Well, we real speak good. American, so it's. <laughs> now we're going to get sued. <laughs> By who? Yeah, I don't really. know. I don't know. Donald Trump probably. I don't know. Who knows? He wants to He's going to build a wall around our podcast. A luxurious <laughs> wall. <laughs> it's going to be huge. You <laughs> <got> losers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yes, we are talking about Style 2A International Light Lager today, which that does encompass a lot more than just Mexican light lagers, but um, in honor of Mexican Independence Day. And Eddie being here, we decided to focus on just that. So to uh, to start us off, we're going to go through a little bit about uh, what the style is, and uh, to honor both our English speaking listeners and our Spanish speaking listeners, then Eddie's going to going to help us out. <laughs> He's going to read a little bit about it in Spanish, and then uh, I will translate for our non-Spanish speaking listeners in English. But um, to start off, we get a little little background music. Oh, geez, here we. All right. Start us off with the first. Is that an oboe? <laughs> that is. I'm pretty sure it's an oboe. It's okay. English it's, horn. It's a. It's a Mexican horn. English horn playing Mexican Spanish style music. That's all right. What's the first category, Eddie? Uh, the first category seems to be uh, appearance. Okay. Then tell us about the appearance. Esta cerveza tiene derecho a aspecto llamativo desde el principio. Usted cargará inmediato 
en el amor de sus ligeros tonos dorados. También puede parecerse al sol de la mañana, con los rayos amarillos suaves acariciando sus mejillas con cara, cada mirada. La espuma de color blanco odulante le dará la bienvenida, así con montañas de espuma que descansa sobre esta gloriosa bebida. Estas nubes voluptuosas tienen, pueden permanecer con usted por un tiempo o pueden desaparecerse rápidamente como una hermosa joven en la noche. En cualquier caso, esta cerveza tiene un aspecto que hace que incluso los dioses se paren a tomar nota. It's Yela. <laughs> That was the direct translation. Wow. Very direct. Moving on. The next, the next section, sir. All right. Uh, next section would be aroma. Aroma. Incluso en el primer inicio de la maravillosa del maravillosa, wow. <risa> incluso en el primer indicio de maravillosa aroma de esta cerveza, usted puede, usted debe saber que usted está dentro para una para un convite. Inhale profundamente y experimente la maravilla de un paseo a través de un amplio campo de grano. Se pierde en un laberinto de tallos de maíz en el que está tal vez jugando al escondite con su primera aventura de niñez usted puede ser recibido por el ramo agradable de la planta del lúpulo que puede presentarse como una especie hermosa o tan suave como una flor no se alarme mi amigo si le sucede si le sucede a detectar cualquier manzana verde o DMS no es un fallo así que no tenga miedo sobre todo, deberá oler limpio como los primeros momentos al retirar las sábanas de la secadora. Sometimes it smells like a skunk. <laughs> really? <laughs> I said sometimes. I think there's a little more to it than that. You need a little bit of a... In your ass. Sorry. Sometimes. Next, I believe, will be... Flavor. A flavor. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> Poor favor. Poor favor. El sabor aquí es uno que una vez que usted lo experimenta, que nunca olvidará. En el pr primer sorbo de este néctar de los dioses, se le, trans se le transportó una tierra de encanto, lleno de deliciosos panes y galletas. Tenga en cuenta que estos a menudo pueden ser dulces, como los besos húmedos de su abuela. Los sabores del lúpulo serán sometidos pero suaves. Considere el tiempo que pasó recogiendo hierbas en el viejo país con su primer Dionisio o su emoción a la, al escuchar la primera grieta del estante de la especie durante la cena. También puede haber un ligero amargor, pero no es nada que, que temer. Usted encontrará que esta cerveza es lo más refrescante que se puede encontrar y encontrará nada igual en cualquier parte del mundo. Disfrute, mi amigo. Tastes like the beach. What? What, <laughs> What does the beach taste like? Sand? Salt? No. <laughs> Hot. <clears throat> you, you heard him. Tastes like the beach. The beach is sand. Yes. Every time you see a commercial, it's always on the beach, drinking a light 
Mexican not lager. necessarily. Yes, because so it's supposed to be relaxing. The most interesting man in the world is not always on the beach. If you don't know what the beach tastes like, then you don't know what this beer tastes. But the like. most interesting man in the world is not always on a beach. But he's always drinking a Dos Equis. Actually, the last time I saw him, he was holding a French horn. <laughs> Stay thirsty. So, anyways, that was the flavor. I believe there's uh, one more oh category: gosh. the overall impression. No creo que este hombre, este gringo, hable con palabras verdaderas. Siento, siento que mi presencia aquí no está siendo apreciada por lo que tengo que ofrecer. Se ve usted que tengo, que me he ganado tres grados de doctorado en muchas universidades de prestigio. Tres. Y que estoy muchas veces invitado a convenciones o a cenar con los líderes de los países para que puedan consultar a mi sabiduría. sabiduría. ¿Qué, estoy haciendo aquí? ¿Qué estoy haciendo aquí con esta gente de estúpida? De todos modos. Me pongo cerveza, me dieron cerveza gratis, por eso estoy aquí. ¿Y quién no le va a gustar la cerveza gratis? Escuche lo que te dijiste. I heard what you said. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's gonna, right. You, you jump over the table and get me? <laughs> I actually had my, my fiancé. Uh, work on that line with me for about three hours <laughs> yesterday. Oh Jeez. Three hours? Yeah. It took a while. Because otherwise it would have been escuche lo que dijiste. I can't say that. Right. <laughs> so there you are, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, uh, That will give you a good overview of the style. And, really? Uh, it, yes. For both our Spanish-speaking and English-speaking listeners, that was a direct translation. I didn't get anything out of that. And I apologize to you Spanish speakers. That was horrible. <laughs> I could have done a lot better than that. <laughs> That's all right. We do appreciate you being here. Hey, no. Well, that was Google Translate, so. Yeah. That's better than we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only the only um, copy of the BJCP guidelines in Spanish are from 2008. They haven't done the updated one oh, yet. Gosh, they're living in the past. I know, right? Because well, yep. you go to the BJCP.org and you click under International Resources, and they have it all in different translations, but. We should do they it. They haven't updated it yet. We should do so it. So there's your next project, Eddie. Take the BJCP guidelines and translate them into Spanish. Do, do the BJCP people get paid? Because I don't know. I, I would love to get paid a chance. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I think that looking at their website, the, the person that's in charge of the Spanish is from Argentina. Ah, they probably translate a lot better than I do. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, so can we get some regular guidelines? In English, you you got him in between the music. In English, do you want me to read read what he wrote? Uh, what what he read in English? Maybe not the whole thing, but <laughs> some actual overview of what what it is we're going to be tasting here, uh, and not. I mean, okay. it's a yellow, it's yeller. It's a yellow beer that ta- well, yes, that tastes but, like the beach, and it's skunky. I'll tell you guys what it says off air because it's pretty funny. So <laughs> if you do if you do understand Spanish, then you got a lot more out of that segment than than anyone that doesn't. It's clearly see so it's basically you know it's a very a very light lager uh similar to what we talked about in our american light lager that there shouldn't be any strong flavors uh at all it's it's going to be very light refreshing uh, you might get some some corn uh which is okay if it, if it has dms or any green apple that's okay also but only in very light amounts uh it's going to be uh you're going to have very light bodied uh, low, low to medium hop. If there is any, and if there is, it'll be like the floral, uh, floral and earthy kind. But uh, otherwise, this is just meant to be a very refreshing, uh, relax at the end of the day, knock one back kind of beer. 
So if you had to say the differences between an international light lager and American light lager, what would they be? The uh, the American light lager is going to be more more bland, more tame. There's very little to that one. More like more adjunct, maybe more of the corn or rice. Yeah, depending on what it is. And yeah. then, if you don't mind me adding, uh, sure. I, I've noticed that you guys mentioned a lot, a lot of uh, skunkiness when you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. Mexican beer because mm-hmm. they become because clear they, bottles they and yeah. clear bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that also adds to the flavor. Uh, I, I mean, skunky doesn't really have to be a bad thing, but it it adds more. Yeah, when you expect it, I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely what some people look for. Like we, we have mentioned Heineken several times uh, in past episodes because that's kind of their thing. It's kind of skunky. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's – last night I drank a lot of Heineken and Dos Equis. Ended up tasting the same at one point. <laughs> Which is interesting because – Heineken and Dos Equis both come in green bottles, but I get, right. I don't get nearly as much skunk out of a Dos Equis, so I, yeah. I don't know. And, and I, when I picked up my beer for today, I made sure to get the can because I wanted to see what the beer itself tasted like. Mm-hmm. And if we still get skunkiness, then it's got to be something similar to what Heineken does, and they actually put it in the recipe because that's what people expect. So I don't know. You can, uh, al- you can always add lime to it, too. You could. Like, yeah. Uh, some cocktail juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or some sand apparently, because uh, we will be trying Take, Corona like the beach. Very sandy. Uh, corona extra, right? Yeah, I okay. I got it. I <laughs> I got the Corona extra. Gosh, Sawyer yeah. bought Corona familiar well, the first see, time, and, and it's I was a, like, that's not the same beer. But it's a lager, so I did okay. But it, <laughs> it was Corona, and it was a lager. No one said Corona Extra. You just said Corona. Well, if you read the guidelines, it says Corona Extra. I couldn't find the guidelines until last night. So you mean you didn't look till last night? No, no I, I, I did. Actually, no, I did look, and then I texted you guys, and he was like, pick up Corona, so I picked up Corona. The wrong Corona. And then I took a picture and sent it to you guys, and he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, Corona Familiar is like a 6%. I think it's a Vienna lager. Yeah. Oh, well. Corona Extra is the light lager that's like what, four and a half or something. Well, yeah. we're going to have extra here today. Two completely so. different. Okay. Well, d- you brought the other one, right? Yeah. I okay, so of we I can it. then we can taste it and see. Yeah, we're, we're going to taste <laughs> it and have some really good beer. Yeah, but the, uh, the Corona Extra has always, as far as I can remember, come in a clear bottle. And with that kind of packaging, it's almost impossible to prevent sunlight damage from happening when it leaves the, the brewery and then gets to your house. Unless you buy it in a case. Yeah. A sealed case. So it's very difficult. So many times when, when you are served one of those in a, in a clear bottle, it is uh, a bit skunky, which um, many times is served with a lime to cover that up. But um, like you mentioned, so many people are used to that flavor now and they expect it. Um, I did see recently that Corona is starting a canning line, yep. and it's coming. So I'm very interested to see what that will taste like. Yeah. And if it's different, how it will be, you know, uh, how the, the longtime Corona drinkers will accept right. it. Because, I mean, even with the clear bottles, when we mentioned light struck, <clears throat> we mentioned, uh, you know, sunlight, UV rays, all that kind of thing. But the fluorescent lights in the store that you buy your beer from will also have the same effect on the beer. So it could be delivered at night, never see the light of day, but still be skunked because it sat under those UV lights in the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I mean, the, the can line has been in Mexico for a while. I'm pretty sure I've seen it here, too. But... Uh, for for Corona, at least huh. it's pretty recent, uh, though. Yeah, I, I within know. the last couple of years. I well, I saw a commercial like last week that said, uh, "Be be ready, cans are coming." 
And so that, I saw a billboard for that like a year ago. You know, and I don't see them often though. So maybe they, they yeah. kind of just it's, maybe it's not widely like, distributed. Yeah, they only have it every once in a while. I don't know, but I, I def- I've definitely seen Corona Can. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I personally, uh, I have tasted the difference. You know, but I'd love to hear what you guys have to say later about it. Yeah, have you ever had Corona we'll on out. draft? Uh, I'm sure I have. No, I don't. I'm sure I have. But I bet it's always a good choice. It's not Sam Adams. I know, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you have trivia for us, Sawyer? Okay, so I've got bad news. <laughs> so I did the research. No, I did the research, but there's not very much on this beer. Not enough to have trivia. On Mexican lager specifically? Right. Okay. So I do have a paragraph. That's a brief history. Literally all I could find. So that's what we're going to get today. Google is your friend. What's that? Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) He Googled it and then clicked, I'm feeling lucky. (laughs) And he said, okay, this is the only thing that's there. Sorry. Actually, I went to several different sites. Thank you. And it was all about the same length. So, okay. So here's your history. What? Nothing. No. Nothing. What? No, nothing. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> In the United States, developed as a premium version of the standard American lager with a similar history. Outside the United States, developed either as an imitation of American-style lagers or as a more accessible and often drier and less bitter version of a Pilsner-type beer. Often heavily marketed and exported by large industrial or multinational breweries. And there's your history. That's very generic. I know. But that's literally about what every one of them said. There's got to be more about who is copied. Like, whenever you're talking about American-style beers, it's always a copy of, you know, European, British Well, they're copying the American-style lagers. Well, I mean, are they? That's what it said. Never mind. Okay. You should see the face Sam is giving to Sawyer. He gives me this this face all the time, no matter what it is. Yeah. It's funny. Well, it's just like, if you think about... Never mind, I'm not going to... There's got to be something specific. The more specific. Is that the same paragraph that's in the, the guidelines? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty stock. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't find anything either, and that's why they left it. Or they're trying—they're trying to stay under the international umbrella, not so much. Could be the Mexican light lager. I mean, because if, if they're copying American light lagers, you know that's Kurz and yeah, Michelob Ultra. And, yeah, you know, and that's, something, light. that's something I've always been interested in. You know, trying to figure out where, you know, where it came from. How how does that yeah. that style came to Mexico? Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to. Right. That's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> From America. <laughs> America. America. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is one of the most popular beer styles in the world. Uh, I remember James yeah. talked about at the class on, on a Thursday that he was really pleased to see that this category was created for the 2015 version because everywhere you go, you're going to have a, a very light, pale lager, you know, whether it's Mexico or, or Canada or the Middle East or India. I mean, everyone has their version of this. Um, and it's it's everywhere, and so they created this category specifically for that. And you know, it's called international pale lager, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be labeled that on the can. It, you know, a lot of times it'll say like yeah. Mexican pale lager or Canada pale lager or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Total Wine, they call them Mexican American light lagers. Ooh, see, there we go. <laughs> see, it's a very see. PC response. <laughs> but um, is I 
you know, we did Martinson last week, mm-hmm. and I found a Mexican Martinson Oktoberfest at Total Wine, and really? I wanted to pick it up. Ooh, that would have been interesting to try. <laughs> that been interesting. So I don't. <laughs> it was sitting right next to um, the beer that I picked up, and I, I had it in my six pack, but I put it back. And I believe someone saw Fifty Cent at oh, Total yeah. Wine. Yeah, I wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was Travis there. had no idea. <laughs> was uh, Luda there I didn't, as well? I don't know. There's they had, a huge line out the door, and I just wanted to go in and buy two two cans of beer, and that's it. Did you have to stand in that line, though? No. Okay. Because uh, I was looking, and and the, the lady was like, are, are you just here to shop? Because obviously I look very different from the people that were standing in line. <laughs> and so she kind of singled me out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just want two, two things of beer. She's like, you can just go on in. But there was a huge line, and so I asked him, what's, what's going on? It's like, oh, 50 cents here. 50 cents. Like, oh, 50 cents. 50 cents. Yeah, I guess he has his own line of liquor or something that he's promoting. Yeah, F-I-D-Y. Yeah, he that, that's what I saw the other day. I, I would, it's called F-N. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Can you spell that for us? E-F-F-E-N. Oh, okay. F-N, it was like F-N vodka or something like that. I don't wow. Oh, I get it. They had... <laughs> <laughs> I think Ba-do-ch. him and I would get, on, get along pretty um, well. Because I went in about, I don't know, 5.30-ish. Of course, he was gone by then. But there was a cart up at the front with had a picture of like a you know big cardboard standee of him going, right. you know, some pose or whatever. And um, they were selling signed bottles of his liquor, whatever it was. I don't remember if it was vodka or, hmm. or what, but... Is, is he even relevant anymore? I, I don't Actually, 50 Cent just recently filed for bankruptcy. I heard that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Well, that's, I guess Probably because nobody wants to buy his booze. He was down to his last 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And on that note, Ba-da-ba-da-ba. I think we're going to take our break and start drinking some beer. Some cervezas. Lovely. Yeah. See. All right, well, welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. Gracias. (laughs) Danana. Danke. (laughs) That's German. I know. All right, so we're drinking Corona Extra as our classic commercial example. example. It is listed on their, uh, under the commercial examples. You know, I wonder if the listeners can smell it from where they are. <laughs> Scratch and sniff podcasting. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I can surely smell it. Yeah. yeah. It smells like skunk. It's there. And we were talking about this during the break, which I had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Sawyer reminded me. We did drink this on our Beer 101 episode <laughs> when, <laughs> when we were talking about different bottles and, and you know, Flaws, skunking, and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure we're going to have the same comments that we did then. Yeah, you could probably sniff a wall too and still smell it. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm over here sniffing a wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> very clear. It's a super clear. Just a light yellow color. Hey, brilliantly clear, Chris. Yeah. It, that kind of looks like uh, the chain glass. This is completely different than the chain glass. I know, but it looks very similar. No. Yes. Yes. Yep. Brilliant clarity. Good carbonation. It's not it's not like extremely light yellow, more of a straw color maybe. 
with a, a pretty thin or white de- head. Dehydrated pea yellow. Yeah, I was going to say that same thing, actually. Pea yellow. Well, like if you're extremely dehydrated. Yeah, like a yeah. yellow snow. No apparent malt or hop aroma. It's kind of overpowered by the skunk. Nine. Yeah, it's hard to get past that. Maybe once it sits out for a little bit, the skunk will dissipate and we'll get some more true flavors. Eh, I get now, a little malt. Yeah, it, the, the skunk doesn't... It's been sitting out for a few minutes now. We poured it during the break so that it mm-hmm. could kind of breathe a little bit. But um, I don't get nearly as much skunk in the flavor as you do from the aroma. Right. And you rarely it's, do. It's you there. You really, really do. It's there, but it's not like in your face. Does this beer like to party? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like in two weeks or next week. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, honestly, in my opinion, uh, this is the kind of beer you want to pop open and drink quick. Otherwise, uh, because once that foam disappears, it you lose a lot of flavor. Uh, I know... It, I was I mentioned to Chris earlier that that skunkiness it it, it brings a flavor to it. It's not bad. I mean, it, it is a skunky flavor, but it brings a character to it. Yeah, yeah, I do agree completely. I mean, if if that's something that you like, which is perfectly fine, nobody can tell you whether it's good or bad. That's up to you. But you know, if that's what you're looking for and that's what you're expecting, then yeah, right. I would agree. And I'm. I'm pretty sure most people out there have had corona (laughs) yes so they know exactly what we're talking about which like i was saying before out of the dos equis i don't get it nearly as much it's kind of there but Mm -hmm. dos equis is one of my favorite go-to's you know if i'm out and and the beer selection is limited and there's a dos equis i'm gonna get a dos equis with or without lime it doesn't really matter to me but but and what you're saying is very true uh, anytime that you get a beer like this, you're just gonna you're not gonna think about it. You're just gonna down it while you're talking to your buds or watching the game or whatever. Yeah. But what we're doing is probably not something that people normally do. Is you know pour the Corona and then say, oh, dissect well, it. Well, right. what, what, what what elements <laughs> do I get out of this? And right. So we're yeah we're probably the the one percent. Um, probably less than one percent. <laughs> people that yeah, drink probably Corona so. <laughs> probably so. But you know it's still kind of neat. Uh, I, I do get. I do get some bready, crackery notes, which was in the guidelines and and the flavor. I could definitely see that as you know, if you had soda crackers and you kind of crumbled them up in the drink, and it's got that kind of flavor. Kind of like putting crackers in soup. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a, a smell I've always an aroma I've always gotten from it uh, is just a really hint of lime, like something citrusy. That that's something I've always gotten. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but mm-hmm. that's just something I've always noticed there. I don't taste it, but it's. Maybe that's why lime goes so well with it because it just kind of accentuates some flavors yeah, that are already there. Maybe. I can see how you could get that. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not citrusy like a like a pale ale or IPA would be, but it's definitely got a little bit of a tartness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if you don't think of this beer as skunk beer, then this is a pretty good beer. <laughs> um, I, I have a feeling this would go really well with something spicy. <laughs> Spash and meat the bowl. Yeah, and you know obviously it. I'm Hispanic, Mexican. You know, I, I go to a lot of Mexican parties. Usually, it's Corona, Dos Equis, and Modelo. That's, yeah, you know. I, well, we're going to drink all of those today. So. Yeah, I, I was. I'm always the, the outcast. I'll bring a Shiner. Or I'll bring you know, so, the, uh, the Sierra Nevada or something. So what? Just like, what? What is that? What are you bringing American beer for? You've changed, boy. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's the first thing my dad said. Whenever I really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? What have you done, my son? Right. He's white. <laughs> what? 
He's becoming white. Yeah. White? White. Wheat. <laughs> you know what they call it when you start changing to your um, your surroundings? Like when you move somewhere, you're uh, assimilating? Oh. You've assimilated. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I've still got my culture. I'm good. Trust me. People remind me every day. <laughs> every day. You know, in the guidelines, it does say that you can't have a light apple fruitiness. Oh, okay. Be the like would be acetaldehyde. Yeah, be the green apple. And I remember that uh, that James talked about that too. So a lot of what he's talked about this past meeting is coming. Uh, yeah, coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. I, just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it's it's not like you took a bite into an apple. It's not in your no, face, but I mean, it's kind of a there's a sweetness. It's kind of interesting because you get the tartness that we were talking about a second ago, and then there's a mm-hmm. little bit of sweetness. So it's more the impression of it yeah. rather than the actual flavor. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. Right. And actually, it, and from what I've always noticed, uh, the less foam there is, the more different it tastes. It, it's just, at least to me, uh, different smell and different taste. Mm-hmm. Personally, it's actually not horrible. It's not. No. No. <laughs> Especially as it sits out a little bit and kind of breathes. I have five more of these in my. No. I've got four more of these in my house. I'm sure they won't be there longer than today. Probably not. Yep. <laughs> now that you've been drinking all those Martsons, oh, do you buy a bunch of the Hacker Shore? I did, actually. I only bought a six-pack, but you know what? When I went to the Irish pub yesterday and at Fridays, I had the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. October, yeah. Man, that's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Both of them are. Now you're going to be drinking Corona for a few days. Yeah. Or like, a day. I, I would like to mention this is a great beer to mix. To mix yeah, with yeah, what? With some some what you, uh, cocktail juice that uh, clamato, clamato, clamato with lime and salt. Oh my god, it's just half and half. Have you had the bottled or the canned oh, clamato? Yeah, because do we had that. We we're like, Ugh. please don't do that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was like salt. So you mix and, it yourself; it's a lot better. Oh yeah, I I, I do fifty fifty. My brother does maybe like a quarter and like three. It's just like tomato, ju- like a V eight tomato juice, no, or what no, do you? No, a, a, it's more cocktail. It's uh, V8 is a lot thicker. More like a, what you would use in a, uh, what is it, a like Bloody a Bloody Mary or, or something? Bloody Mary, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, interesting. But yeah, that, that's what I do. Hmm. Honestly, the only way I'll drink a Corona, other than today, is tomato juice. Interesting. Yeah, because we tried one in a can several years ago, and it was just like, oh, oh. But I'd be interested to uh, to try your version of it. I'm sure it'll be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually thought about bringing some of the coin I had at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give it a sh- to show it. Yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I've also seen at some restaurants, they'll take like a margarita and then put a Corona upside down a in burrito. it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wonder what that tastes like. Having it's actually really good. You've had one? Yeah, I've, I've done it I've with had one with the Dos Equis, yeah. yeah it's I haven't really had one with the Corona, though. Super good. I bet it, it, I bet it'd be just as good with Corona. I've never had it. Well, there's the Coronitas, the little tiny bottles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that, that is so frustrating. Sometimes you go to the store and you're like, yeah, I bought a big pack of Corona. You get home, it's those little freaking Coronitas. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the Eda's at the end. It's like, so, I got an 18 pack for like that ha- ten dollars. That, that happened to my dad. He went and bought like an 18 pack, and he's like, oh, it's such a good price. And he opened it up, he's like, oh. <laughs> feel like a big man with your holding it with two fingers. <laughs> you got to open like two of them to fill up a glass. Well, yeah, because they like stagger them. They, they'll put them like in. At the other side of another kind of beer, and it's uh-huh. like, oh, it's a, you know, the same beer, just different price. Yeah, I'll grab it. You don't. No. If you don't read it, you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into another one. What's the next one we're going to drink? Well, Chris, I'm glad you asked. 
because <laughs> we're drinking a cerveza next. This is the Dos Equis. Oh, really? We're drinking cervezas? We're drinking cervezas. Wow. Yeah. Really? On cerveza styles. <laughs> sí. Anyways, this is the Dos Equis not Lager uno Especial. Equis. No, Dos. Tres Equis? Dos. I mean, you could have Tres, but this is Dos. You can have three of them, but... Yes. I find it interesting on the bottle it says... Lager Especial. As the moon rises, so do the possibilities. Stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) Okay, so this is my question. How do you pronounce this? Because I've heard... Dos Equis, Dos Equis. Of course, it's not Dos Equis. I know that. But I've heard like a whole bunch of different pronunciations. Thank you. Dos Equis. Okay, that's what I thought. Equis, yeah. It's X. Equis is X. Yeah, that's what I thought. But whenever somebody says Dos Equis, I'm like, no, that's not right. It's like, not Dos Equis. Well, uh, I'm, I'm assuming they wrote it out like that because they don't want you to say Dos X. Well, yeah. You know, they just put an X there. Yeah. So they, they actually wrote out Equis. Right, but I've I've always known it to be Equis, but then I hear people say Dos Equis all the time. I'm like, no, that's not right. And I want to tell them, but I'm not 100% sure. Punch him in the throat. Punch him in the throat? (laughs) No! I'll punch him in the throat dos times. (laughs) I will say that this is my Mexican lager of choice. Yes, me too. This is my go-to, faux show. Mm -hmm. And I guess, I don't know, did you say lager especial, Sawyer? Yes, I did say lager especial. Okay. Because it's different. They have, there's another Dos Equis. Yeah, it's the amber. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to Mexico for my honeymoon, they had two beers on tap, a light and a dark, both of them Dos Equis. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <The> amber. <laughs> yeah, so they had the Lager Special and the amber. Naturally, I drank the Lager Special most of the time, but. Right. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, it's the only thing they offer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oktoberfest. Actually, in, oh. in the uh, the mini fridge in our room, they had a lot of other things like Tecate and Tecate Light and Modelo. And oh, you know, oh man, I, there's one beer that you guys won't be able to get here. Like it, they only sell it in Mexico. What is it? It's a, a Sol, but it's got that that Clamato that I was telling you about. Uh, but it's already mixed, and that one is good. That's uh, delicious. Because okay, we can get the the regular Sol. Yeah, no, this one's mixed. It's pre-mixed. but that's with the clamato. Yeah, it's pre-mixed with the. Cl- uh, I don't know if it's clamato or not, but it's pre-mixed with that that tomato cocktail, and it's mm. so good. You should bring us some next time. You know? I hope so. <laughs> if Miranda doesn't drink it on the way over here, <laughs> <laughs> not that you're drinking in the car or anything. It's just oh no, <laughs> not, 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 everyone enjoys a good roadie. Mm. <laughs> not that I do that. Of course not. I don't. Never. Don't promote it either, huh? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to get to drinking this beer, okay, so I'm going to start. It smells pretty good. Very uh, light, crisp, refreshing. This one does not have any uh, hints of skunk. Nope. And to be honest, I really can't say a time when I had a Dos Equis that was skunked. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, it's got a hint of tartness sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's not like skunk. Right. Not like mm-hmm. the Corona. Right. Yeah. It's like a, a light, bready nose. Yeah, yeah. I do get... I do get some more malty character out of this one mm-hmm. than a Corona. It is a little bit darker. The color's a little bit darker. Oh, yeah. Just barely. Um, it's like old hay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Dirty hay. Um, but no, Travis, I do get the, the little bit of breadiness mm-hmm. out I of it. a lot, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you already tasted the beer? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm surprised you haven't. Already. I like <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer's always the first one to drink beer. I know. <clears throat> I do like this one a lot. This has always been one of my favorites. I like this beer. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Do you prefer this beer with a lime or without a lime? 
really <laughs> let the dog sniff the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to make it sound like I was sniffing the beer or something. <laughs> Man, Eddie's really into this beer. Yeah. Wow, look at him go. He's like, I smell. I smell. Oh, this smells like beer. He's lapping it up with his tongue, too. My <laughs> anyway. That didn't sound like it. Never mind. Were you going to say something, Travis? <laughs> you were going to say lime. Oh, yeah. About lime. Do you prefer this with or without a lime? Um... I don't. I don't know that I would say one's better than the other. They're just different. Mm-hmm. Um, I I might say that the, with the lime is a little bit more refreshing, crisp wise. It adds a little bit of something to it, right? But it's it's really good by itself too. Yeah, I I think for me I'd have to have a lime to really 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 enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Eddie, uh, like I said, this is something I drink all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something I'm, I'm comfortable judging just because I'm I'm more I'm used to it more than anything. You know, it's just something that I've drank for so long. But do you like it I'd, better with the lime or without? I usually like, I, I love lime. So mm-hmm. I, I put lime in most of these Mexican beers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, in all of my Mexican beers. But the Is it kind of expected? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you go to a party and they bring out beer and they bring out a bowl of limes. So, <laughs> so I mean, you order these at a restaurant, it always comes with the lime. Right. The Corona, too, it always comes with the lime. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just the same kind of thing. You order a, a a wheat beer, might come with a slice of orange or a slice of lemon, depending on which beer it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a pretty good beer. I mean, see, you know, easy drinking, very poundable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <clears throat> yes, refer to our Martin episode for a poundable. Yes. Um, we should define poundable. As this warms up, I get a lot more of the bready malt character at it, which yeah, is i'm really too. surprised i've never got that much malt character out of a dos Equis before i don't know maybe this batch is different i no be i think it's different at the time of day too you kind of let it warm up too in my opinion I, well i mean i've i've drank quasi warm dos Equis and i've never got that much bread character out of it maybe it's because i've got lime in it and that kind of masks it i don't know yeah maybe oh, you put lime in it I didn't put lime well, sometimes in it. oh okay uh, yeah, well, not in this one. With lime, it, you, won't, you definitely won't get that bready yeah. taste, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I kind of like the bready taste. This kind of reminds me of the Martin. Well, <laughs> I was about to say, because you're on like a a love affair with Martin's Oh, right my now. gosh. That uh, <laughs> that beer, the Hacker Shore, yes. oh, my Yes, we know you like word. that. Word. <sighs> All right. You know, some of my early memories of drinking this beer would be after uh, Ranger Games when we used to work valet. Yeah. We'd go mm-hmm. in the parking lot and... You know, somebody have a cooler. We'd knock back a few before you go home. And we had a we had a, a friend that worked with us. Yep. Uh, and then he went to Mexico and brought back a case. You know, directly from I don't know if it's from the brewery or just you know from a Mexican uh, venue or something. But they were different. But it definitely, man. I don't know if just he was playing mind games with us and and we thought it tasted better. But honestly, I thought it it just tasted much smoother, crisper. It was right. I don't know if there was a difference, but it uh, weren't I those twist tops that. too. I remember the bottles being different. Dos Equis has always been pop top. I think so. For some reason, I remember the bottle being different somehow. I don't know. Maybe I just I got a picture of our bottle pyramid that we made on his tailgate <laughs> of like all twenty four bottles. 
I do remember he would ask us to bring bottles to him, Dos Equis bottles. I guess you can return them to the brewery and they reuse them, and you get a discount on your beer purchase. I do remember him saying that. Kind of like a coupon? Yeah. I'd like coupons. Like if you take the empty bottles back, they'll reuse them and give you a discount on whatever it is that you buy, which I thought was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. That is neat. What if you take like a truckload of them? You get free beer? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, let's make the jump from bottles to cans, shall we? All right. What's the first one we're going to taste? Well, we're going to try my example that I brought next, and uh, I got this for a reason. This is Tecate. It's in a can. And uh, this is, uh, I can honestly say that this is my very first memory of a beer, period. Because uh, as a little kid, there was a Mexican restaurant that my mom and I went to probably once a week, and there was always a big sign in the corner that said, Tecate. And I never knew what that was. <laughs> you know, even as a little kid, I'm like growing up and I'd always look at it because it had like this cool little uh, eagle and like a T on it. And since my name's Travis, I was like, oh, that's awesome as a little kid. And it said T Kate. So I, I never quite figured out what that was until I got old enough to realize it was a beer. Uh, so that's the, <laughs> the example that I brought today is Tecate in a can. Tecate. It's a very red can. Mm-hmm. I like red. It's my favorite <laughs> color. You know, you actually don't see much many of these bottled. I, I don't. I can't think of my off the top of my head. Do they bottle it? I think they might, but you definitely don't see as much as the can. When I when I was in Mexico for the honeymoon, we had Tecate and Tecate Light, and it, they were both in the can. Of course, I couldn't really taste the difference between the two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and I went to Mexicali not too long ago, which is they've got a factory there for Tecate, and it's no, is it Tecate or so? I think it's Tecate. But that they got the light there is pretty good. It hmm. Just, I mean, because the factory is right next to where we buy it. What does it say on the bottom? Sabor, sabor con carácter. Yeah. Flavor with character. Flavor mm. with character. Interesting. Okay. It's got pretty good character. <laughs> you know, looking at the appearance, I can't help but notice that some there floaties. are floaties in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's can condition. <laughs> I mean, Not necessarily. It doesn't look like yeast floaties. It no. looks like you know. Honestly, if I were to take like a lime and then put it in a blender, it yeah. kind of looks like that—just little fibers of little yeah of something. Yeah, you know, th- and it's I, weird. I always, always remember my dad mentioning not to drink tecate. Um, I mean, he's hmm. he's from Mexico, he's, and he's always just not like tecate. I'm assuming it's for this reason. He he'd always say it was nasty or dirty. I don't know, but dirty, yeah. interesting. <laughs> Flavor's not bad. I like the flavor a lot, actually. Um, it's definitely got a little bit of malt in there, which is nice. The aroma's different, yes. certainly. It's not as, um, not necessarily skunky, but citrusy? Is it aroma with character? I, I, I'm picking up a little citrusy, actually. You got it? Okay, okay. Well, let me uh, slosh this around a little bit. The color is yeah. similar to... Um, the Dos Equis. Yeah. It's a little darker than the Corona was, but similar to the Dos Equis. Fairly clean flavor profile. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot to it. Mm-hmm. There is a, a fair bit of bitterness to it that, that lingers towards the yeah. end. Um, definitely does. Maybe yep. a, a touch of like a metallic feeling. But Do oh, you think this can is lined or not? I have no idea. The, the label says March 19th of this year, so it's about six years past when it should have been. Given oh, to really? us. But, you know, that's that's par for the course at our local shop. 
But at the same time, I don't think that this is necessarily a beer style that would detriment too too much from being old. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, just like when we drank the Bud Light can that was several years old. <laughs> it was wedding. also warm. Yeah. And we were drinking it out of a styrofoam cup. It still tastes like Bud Light. Wow. It was nasty, though. <laughs> well, it was for my wedding. So he was 10. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, had this, we had this party at Frado's house, and there was all these cans of Bud Light. We're like, we should save one of these, and we'll drink one at each one of our weddings. And so it was like, what, four years later that we drank mine, and I was the first one? Mm-hmm. the worst ideas ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't really think that one through, but... <laughs> But anyway, there was a couple of years later, Frado had another party and somebody cracked open the beers. They'd been sitting in his fred- fridge for like five, six years or something. And somebody cracked one open, took a sip and set it down. They didn't even drink it. <gasps> so we were so pissed. Yeah. Oh, no. So I don't know. We'll have to find some other crazy, stupid thing to do for everybody else's weddings. <laughs> I feel like he saved a few cans of a uh, buried hatchet stout from Southern Star. Uh, see, that oh. might actually be a good idea. Yeah, I have another idea. We could just save some BP. There might be some left, uh, or Trappist. <laughs> well, we can drink that in six months at my wedding. Yes. <laughs> see how That's that goes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Tecate. It's a good beer. They're all taking a drink. I've already taken my drink, and uh, I like this beer. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a, you know, you definitely notice the difference between the bottle and the can. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I still prefer the Dos Equis. Well, yes, I I know. I'm just speaking in terms of skunkiness. This would be good yeah. for like a float the river beer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 You got the sun on you, and you're just like oh. you're not even worried about what it tastes like or, or whatever. You just want something cold and refreshing. We yeah. should go mm, float the good. river. It's been a while since I've been. I've Me never, too. Probably. Never been. <gasps> I've never been. Whoa. What is wrong? We can't be friends anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never floated it. I canoed down it. it that's so. good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough. You're on the water with a cooler and it's all matters. Yeah. Lots of beer. So, yeah, we should definitely go float the river. It'd be a good time. We should have fun. Yeah. yeah. Never done it before. We we can get one of those those tubes with the giant cooler in the middle. Cooler? Cooler. And uh, I wonder if you could fit a keg on there too. I'm sure Just you kind of swim up and you know, you probably could, but the only thing about the Comal is they have that giant water slide, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that would be a pain to get that keg down. Yeah, we might have to start after the slide, yeah. but then you have to carry it back upstream if you want to go through it again. It'll be empty by then, so it won't be that big of a deal. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the keg might be uh, something that. That causes the uh, the canoe cops to come over. It's like, uh, True. yeah, what you got going on over here? You're not supposed to drink on the river. It's soda. Uh, there was a time when they outlawed they outlawed it, but I think since they lost all tourism because of it, that they allowed it again. Yeah, I think it's okay now. But it's just like the whole like drunk in public or oh, being stupid. Okay. Right. So they do they do have cops that check IDs. Obviously, none of us look younger than I mean 21. But. It's not necessarily drunk in public. It's drunk in river. But the river's in public. public river. Yeah. I was drunk in the bar before you threw me out here. Now I'm drunk in public. <laughs> Are you Ron Taylor Salad White? That's two comedians we talked about tonight. We to pay I love Ron too. White. Oh, Ron White will probably come after you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> From Fritz, Texas. And his son, Tater Tot. Tater Tot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tater Salad. 
<laughs> no, he's tater salad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, his son's it's tater, tater tot. tot. <laughs> that was right. not our joke, by the way. No, we do not claim to, no. and will not pay money or get money from. We it. should have a disclaimer that read that we read every time we 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 support else. you, not monetarily. Yeah, and he does drink while he does the show. So yeah, there's scotch. Our, there's our relation there too. He likes scotch. What we're doing puts the glass doing. right up to his face before he delivers the punchline, so he can take a drink while everybody's laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He does a little smile right before he takes it. <laughs> you know that he got his start in Arlington. What? Yeah. He started his stand up comedy career in Arlington, Texas. Interesting. All right, well, let's get on to our next beer. All right. What's the next beer we're going to drink, Eddie? Let's that's, that's, start from the top. It says imported beer, Cerveza Modelo Especial from Cerveceria Modelo Mexico. 1925. <laughs> I got that part. Uh, premium flavor and quality since 1925. There it's, we go. It's yeller. Uh, you understand <laughs> me now? <Yeah. laughs> Modelo Especial, a long-lasting tradition brewed in Mexico. <laughs> you know, I have to say, Eddie, that's a pretty good Texan accent. Yeah. Hey. Well, he's lived in Texas for I, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, life. but he doesn't normally talk like that, so it's actually really good. Mexico. I, my best friend in middle, well, my best friend now is, lives in Austin, but he's a redneck. <laughs> Straight up redneck. Well, guy. you can be a redneck Mexican. I can be a redneck Mexican. <laughs> like a somebody? No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so this is a lighter yellow. No floaties. <laughs> no floaties. Not, I don't yeah. think it's as light as the uh, Corona, but no. it's definitely lighter than the Dos Equis and the Tecate. Yeah. And the foam, and the foam actually comes down a lot lower than all the other beers that we've had, I think. Dissipates uh, quickly? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This one yeah, it goes away pretty quick. Yeah. And actually, when you pour it first... Tiny bubbles. When you pour it first, it's not, it, you can get some foam, but it definitely dissipates a lot quicker than Dos Equis and hmm. um, them. Similar aroma to the Tecate. Yeah. Kind of bready, biscuity maybe. I, I th- kind of think that they got the had a little bit of sweeter bready taste than this one does. Oh, that's an interesting flavor. It's like it's still to me very similar to the Tecate. It, it is similar, but the, the the finish is a little different. It's a yeah, little, maybe not as sweet. It's less dry. Wait, hmm. what? The the end <laughs> of the taste. The Tecate was a little drier to me at <clears throat> the end too. Yeah, hmm. I guess I didn't pick up on that. I do get a little bit of less sweetness, though, that you mentioned. I don't think this one's nearly as bitter as the Tecate. See, because I thought the Tecate was just like, I mean, it was there, straightforward, and then just kind of had like a a bitter twinge to it at the end, whereas this one has, I'd say, a little more presence, a little more flavor. I mm. like this one better than Tecate. Yes, I would agree. But I like Dos Equis better than everything. Yes. I would like to point out that I've actually never had this beer before. <laughs> he put on his wow. sunglasses, ladies and gentlemen. It's so, official. Yes, it's, it is. It has hit that time. I would rank these Dos Equis, Modelo, Tecate, and then Corona. Corona. I would like to rank the last two as Decate, then Modelo. Decate? Decate. <laughs> so you'd go Ducati. Dos Equis, Tecate, Modelo, then Corona? No. Decate oh. first. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said Dos Equis. Oh, I did. Yeah. You you think Tecate is the best out of all of these? Yeah. Interesting. I like I like the Tecate. That mm. really yeah, it definitely has a stronger flavor. Yeah. <coughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. Me personally, uh, being Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, expert on the subject. He <laughs> likes all of them. <laughs> I mean, they've all got their differences, but uh, mm-hmm. what I would rank it at would be Modelo, Dos Equis, Corona, and Tecate. Hmm. But 
Hmm. Now, I did mention during the break earlier that I'd had Modelo, but not... No, sorry. I had Negromodelo, but not Modelo. And I like Negromodelo. What's the difference? It's a lot darker. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It's got a stronger taste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Negromodelo is category 2C, International Dark Lager. Yeah. Ah, That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Negro is black. So, yeah. As in, well, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I was curious. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a good beer. Um, <laughs> does anyone else have any comments on this particular beer, the Modelo? This is the one that has like the the foil on the cap, right? The Negro. Yes. Mode- yeah. Yes. Well, the oh, Negro. If it comes in the, a bottle. The, the I remember yeah. the other thing I was going to say. The Modelo. Sorry, the Modelo Special actually has the foil over the top too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. that one comes in a clear bottle, and the Negro Modelo comes in a brown bottle. Yep. Clear. Yeah. So can you get the regular Modelo instead of the special Modelo? Do they offer that? I don't think so. Just Modelo? Yeah. Not Modelo Special? I don't think so. That means they're all special to them. (laughs) Every one of you are special to me. The other one I really like is Bohemia. Bohemia. That's a good one, too. Well, that's not what I thought you just said, but that's cool. Is that that a Mexican beer? I think so. Is it Bohemia Mexican beer? I saw it. Uh, man, I saw it under cool. the imp, the. Um, it was on the shelf right above the Modelo. Well, at the Mexican stores, you don't really see that. I've never seen it. At least, no. So. Maybe it's. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that could be just Latin American. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe they call it Mexican style or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm gonna look at that up. Yeah, I mean, I, the the stores I shop at, which happen to be Mexican, <laughs> other, <laughs> other, other than Walmart, that's. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never seen Bohemia. Um, usually, it's just Modelo, Dos Equis, Corona, Tecate, and uh, now Victoria and Montejo, and usually Bud Light. Yeah, it's Mexico. Oh. Monterey. Never seen. I have seen that. Now I see the label, but I've never tried it. Speaking of untapped, I need to. That's a good one too. I like it a lot. It's it's darker. It's more like the um, the Negro Modelo. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. I so, need to accept Eddie's friend request. Oh, yeah. On Untapped? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I was listening to you guys the other day. I was like, hey, I don't have Sawyer on Untapped. I forgot. <laughs> My bad, man. It's My bad. Good. Just a button. <laughs> there he is, Eddie Rogis. Rogis. <laughs> so all, all of these beers have very similar qualities in that yeah. you know, if you're under the hot Mexican sun, you can pound one, and you know, it's, it's going to be what you need. They're very refreshing and crisp, mm-hmm. just like the, the American light lagers. Refreshing, crisp, easy to pound. Mm-hmm. Hence poundable. <laughs> yes. Poundable. Yeah. Just got a little different twist. I don't think I don't think we uh have a homebrew recipe for this no. particular style. Nope. If I were to make one, I would probably name it two X's. <laughs> the, the English version. I wanted to get into homebrewing mm-hmm. as soon as I can. As soon as I get some money. Really? Uh oh. I, 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 I talked to Sam yeah. about it. Yeah, we talked cool. about this. We should but have a brew day. The first one I brew, I, I want it to be a... Well, it's going to be a lager, and it's, that's a little more difficult. Hey, <laughs> I like a challenge. Don't if you, listen if you have the him. right equipment, then it's not yeah. so bad. Yeah. You can, it's really just temperature control. Okay. Just come stick it in my freezer, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Your freezer? Well, I've I got a temperature controller on. He's got so a chest freezer. I thought you froze all your beers. <laughs> you know what, though? I, since I have that freezer and a temp controller, I'm actually thinking about doing that. The icebox? No, not the icebox. The oh. lager. No, well, you can try icebox too. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, because the box is a lager, but just got to freeze it. But I would like to get in home, right? I'd, yeah, I'd love to. Awesome. awesome. 
We would love to have you in our cult. Oh, wait. <laughs> not cult. Our our club. There we go. Well, Travis and Sawyer have been sitting there looking at their fantasy football stats, so I think they're looking for us to wrap up a little bit here. They've got games they have to go watch, apparently. I'm checking in on Untapped. No, he's not. He's looking at fantasy football. <laughs> now I'm looking at fantasy football. My mind football. is here on beer. Y'all are thinking about fantasy football. And so. it's a tie game. Tie game. All the, like I just said, they want to get out of here. Are so. we talking about my football or your football? <laughs> Foot, soccer? Football. Foot, football. 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 Anyway, so uh, there's that. This is fun. All right. Eddie, would you like to read the closing? <laughs> I'd love to. Yes. Just the closing, right? Yes. Do you want me to translate? or just <laughs> Up to you. <laughs> just read it. <laughs> okay, I'll just read it. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today on our last episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was International Light Lager. Join us next week when we head back over to the border and discuss style 18B, the American Amber Ale. Cheers till then. Mm-hmm.